All right, welcome everybody to Friday's Favorite Movies. If this is your first time with us on Friday's Favorite Movies, this is a little departure from our regular show where we just want to talk to you about some of our favorite movies. And this week it is Maddie's turn and he has chosen a holiday classic Mm -hmm. we'll talk more about that but why don't you tell us what movie we'll be covering today well it's a wonderful time to be recording with you and it's a (laughs) wonderful day to talk about it's a wonderful life oh good one of my favorite films of all time seriously this is frank capra's masterpiece from 1946 starring jimmy stewart and donna reed um it was a bomb when it came out in 1946 it lost so much money it put frank capra in the hole to the tune of five hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, which in 1946 dollars was a lot of dollars um <laughs> and so, i think it made him close to the film studio yep, the liberty liberty films closed after after the movie was produced um it was an exceptional feat to produce also they actually built bedford falls the city where it takes place um they built it entirely on the back lot in encino california um, the only shot that they didn't do on that set was at the Beverly Hills High School in the mm-hmm. gym, which was called the Swim Gym. The so retractable. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're familiar with the film, which we'll talk about a little bit more in just a moment, um, when the uh, when the gym floor comes apart to reveal the pool and everyone falls in, um, that was a real thing. Or, or jumps in. <laughs> or jumps in. Yeah. Um, so let's let's chat about It's a Wonderful Life. Um, just a brief synopsis. I'm sure that you've already seen this. If you haven't seen this, press stop. Go watch it, have a hot cocoa, put on a sweater, and then come back and listen. Um, it's a Wonderful Life is the story of, uh, of George Bailey. And George Bailey is a man who is in trouble. And he's at his wit's end. He's at really the end of the rope, too. Um, and he, uh, he runs his family's building alone, which he uh, took over after his father died. And George has always been the man in the family to sacrifice for his family. So George didn't get to go to college. George didn't get to go away overseas like, like he wanted to. Instead, he stayed home. And he took over the building alone. And he made it work. And he kept it working. Um, and he did so because he loves the town of Bedford Falls and all of his friends and family so much that he wanted to make sure that those people had somewhere good to go in order to get a home in the first place and in order to go to someone besides the evil Mr. Potter who who runs the only other bank in town. So um it's it's a it's a um it's a story about uh redemption, it's a story about um the holidays for sure. It's a story about family. Uh it's a story about um it's a story about finding Finding goodness in yourself again when you think that there can't be anything left. Yeah, he's got a weird relationship with this town because he honestly kind of hates it, but he loves it at the same time. Yeah. Because that's his constant is like, I need to get out of here. Like, if I lived here my whole life, it would kill me, basically. Right. And it almost does, but... There's more. Yeah, that. there's there's more. So, you know, it is um, it is a holiday classic. And, you know, we were we were talking about this last night before we, while we were thinking about what we were going to talk about on, on this episode. And, you know, I think you, you made it you made a really interesting point. You, you want to talk about? That? Yeah, I mean, I, I just I kind of don't get why this is heralded as like kind of a Christmas classic, because a majority of the movie uh, is not Christmas. It's literally just his whole life. And yeah. then, you know, the last, like, what, 30 minutes or so are kind of the the dealings of Christmas night and kind of like what yeah. that is, that what what's going on with him and um, kind of seeing what his life would have been like if he was never born. Yeah. Um, so I, I find it very strange that this has become a Christmas classic now. Um, but I don't know. Because I... 
listen, I probably haven't seen this movie in like 20 years. Sure. So this is the first time me watching it in a, in a really long time. Yeah. And I kind of didn't, I, I honestly didn't remember a lot of the movie, but um, you only seem to remember the last little bit. Oh. It's it's the bridge part that you remember sure. and going on from there. The beginning stuff, I was like, what? this movie is over two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I, I think that goes right back to the title, right? So, I mean, it's we, we have to learn about the goodness of George Bailey from a very young age in order to really fall in love with this man who does give so much and who does find himself at his wit's end. Um, by the time that, that George uh, is considering committing suicide while he's on the bridge... I mean, we, we, we come to that journey with him. We come with him knowing we have all the baggage with us, right? Yeah. So we've, we've checked the bags, and we are on this flight with him now. We know about his sacrifices from when he was a kid. We know about why Mr. Gower bought him that, that suitcase. We know about why he has the bad ear. We know all these little bits and pieces uh, about George's life that indeed make his life really wonderful. And, you know, the, the title of the film, I think, is, is, is amazing. I think that it's a really radical title for a film to have. I How think, so? Well, I think that Frank Capra, I, I think Frank Capra was really smart to do it this way. I think, number one, like, it is, it's, it, it is a wonderful life. Like, here it is. Like, this, look how wonderful this life actually is. Your life is fantastic. And, like, believe it or not, no matter how hard it is for you right now, it is a thousand times harder for somebody else in the world. Life itself is this amazing, wonderful, fantastic thing. How cool that, like, for whatever stupid reason like you and i both get to experience mm -hmm. this weird thing called life right now sure and then at the same time it's a, it's a wonderful life as a radical title as well because like in the midst of all the bullshit that george has to deal with in the midst of all the bullshit that we have to deal with and that we're reminded of at the holidays because we don't have enough money or we can't get the things that we want or we're worried about our jobs or we don't have a job or our family is fucked up or you know whatever even then you can proudly declare god this is a wonderful life. I do have hope. I can keep going. Yeah. It's a really radical notion, I think, That's to have interesting. hope and to keep going, even when things are just bad. Well, nothing seems to go his way. I mean, yeah. literally his entire life, as far as it's depicted in the movie. Yeah, sure. I mean, ultimately, he does get everything that he wants. He just doesn't realize that he's uh, accumulated these things because yeah. he only sees kind of, um, well, I never got out of my town. I never got to go to college. I never right, got to right. go travel. When I wanted to go on my honeymoon, the bank shut down. <laughs> like, right, yeah. So it's like uh, he's constantly having these horrible things happen to him, but in the amalgamation of everything, he honestly gets more than what he ever asked for with a with a family and a yeah. loving wife and kind of the uh and i think this really stems back to because this was made in the 40s correct yeah for, it's, for, it's, 46 it's that white picket fence life sure. that everyone um kind of went after in that yeah. day and i think that kind of thinking i think is not really the way we think anymore, not anymore um, but no it, it's a slice of time that you know you can go back and kind of see oh that's where that all came from that's yeah. where that kind of this is the perfect life yeah well and i think too what the, what the film does is it really does provide maybe a model for life as well maybe so, you know it's like you you're, you're given two choices in the film you can either be a mr potter or you can be a george bailey you, you get to take your pick the Mr. Potter version, they actually show you when George goes goes back to Bedford Falls, and this is after he meets Clarence the Angel, of course, and Clarence says, okay, you've never been born. Now go yeah. now go look at your life. I totally did not remember the uh, star 
like the way that the angels communicate at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I did not remember that at I, all. <laughs> I, I love that so much. I think it's I think it's really cute. But when he goes back through Bedford Falls after he hasn't been born, it's not Bedford Falls anymore. It's Pottersville. Yeah, and Pottersville has become sort of like. You know, like, and of course it's 40s, so it's all like, you know, highly classified. It's like, it, like Atlantic it's, City type. Yeah, yeah, it's like, there's like, you know, there's like a porn theater and there's like, you know, there's this and that, whatever. <laughs> it was funny because when I was looking at that, I was like, well, it looks like it's it looks like kind of thriving. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it looks like fun. <laughs> but like, you know, take out the white picket fence thing if, if you can from your head. And and look at the look at the model of Bedford Falls as a community of people that come together when you need them to come together. And so when George is having all the problems and Mary, his wife, knows it, all she's gotta do, make a couple of calls. Yeah. And hundreds of people show up and they give him like whatever he I, I, I can start crying right now. They give him whatever he needs because he just needs it. Well, I mean, we've spent the entire movie seeing him kind of do that for give out else. money to everyone yeah. else and loans and whatever they needed. So it's kind of like, well, duh. Yeah. You know, right. like you have to like repay. Yeah. Well, and the, but then also for George, I think he learned too. He just needed to ask for help. Yeah, you know, sure. and and sometimes you know the 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 Bailey pride that that he has, which they talk about in the film too. The Bailey pride reminds me a lot of like my family's pride. We okay. are a proud ass family. You've seen me get mad about shit before. Mm-hmm. Like the, you you get when you have a serious pride like that, and you have pride issues like that that causes you to not ask for help when you actually need it. Sure, and like delegating stuff is not doesn't come easy to you. Blah 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 blah. I think it's an amazing lesson that you learn in the film. Just, you know, if you need help, just ask, like, fucking ask your brother, man. Like, Mm -hmm. ask somebody for help, and they will probably help you. Yeah, and it is interesting to see the... um, The the dynamic that they have in there of this, like, small town, because... I don't know any town that's like this. Oh God, no! Like, everyone is like all like happy go lucky all right. the time, right. but they're all poor. Right. So right. like, it's just it's it's a strange a place, and then they always kind of rely on each other to get them through. Whereas I don't know if you've ever been in America lately, but everyone's looking out for their own. I know, and like that's that's something that was interesting about this movie yeah. is it did show kind of a. Um, a, fam- a familial type, yeah. you know, that they all were there for each other, not necessarily just trying to, you know, except for Mr. Potter, of right. course, but um, they were all trying to make it work together. Yeah, so, just, yeah. just make it work together. And I think that's, I think that's really, you know, pretty cool. Um, you know, I, I, I do like the fact that it takes place. At, I mean, this, this could take place at any time, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like that they chose Christmas as, as the, um, as part of the setting, because I think that the Christmas story, you know, and not to get like too like church geek here, but like the Christmas story is about like more than just like the birth of Jesus. It's, it, it is like when you really think about like, take, take religion out of this right now and just like, look at it, look at just the story of like Jesus Christ and like his, you know, from his birth to his death. Um, so the, the, the birth of Jesus is really just like the heralding of his death, right? Sure. So like, I mean, you, you can't, you can't have the, the manger without like the crucifix. And so like, it really is about birth and death at the same time. And it's, and it's about, I think it's about like rebirth. And so Christmas is about sort of being reborn all the time, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens to George in this too. And I think that's sort of an amazing thing. See, I kind of more took it as like, he needed to be reminded 
of like what what like what he like what he would be missing if he wasn't yeah. there. So I think that was kind of the and, part that Yeah, and I think too, like, you know, the holidays can be a hard time for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, of course. You know, not especially not if every, you've lost family members yeah, or, or you don't like your family. Right. Or yeah. you know, whatever. Like I think it's a good film for for folks um who have those problems uh in their lives, unfortunately, to to watch too. Sure. Because I think it's it's something um I hate using the word, but like kind of like wholesome to watch. And like, oh, he pisses me off so much in this movie, though. <laughs> George Bailey. Why? Because he's such an asshole. Like well, he's he like yells, like he like yells at his kids, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, kids." And like yeah, he, but he, was, he yells at Mary, he was, and like he was at the end of his rope. It's though. still like you know, it's it, like like I was when we were talking about this last night. I was talking about you know the reasons why I love this movie so much, and you know one of the reasons why I think I just absolutely love it is because like I'm kind of like George Bailey. And, you know, my dad was kind of like George Bailey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying that I'm, like, giving money out to people, because guess what? I'm not. But, you know, like, I think that I've been at the end of my rope before, too. And I saw times when I was growing up, you know, like, there were, I remember distinctly a time when um, my dad wasn't caught up on the house, and, like, we almost lost our house. Yeah. And I remember my mom, like, crying on the couch. And I remember, like, how terrible that felt. And I remember thinking even then as like a little boy, like my dad must feel awful right, right. now. Right. You know, not being able to take care of the family. Yeah. You know, like, and you know, also too, right now, like we're, we're cleaning out my mom's house and I found this old birthday card that my mom gave to my dad when he was turning 49. And in it, she wrote, I hope that this is the year all your dreams come true. Interesting. And you know, it was, it was a good reminder to me that like, even like when he was turning basically 50 years old, my dad was still growing up. And, yeah. my, and my dad was still like going after his dreams and, and he had dreams just like George Bailey did. And it was fucking hard, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know. I just, I think like in a lot of ways, it's a wonderful life is sort of like one of the best American hero movies that we have. Hmm. Like, and it's really just this dude who just keeps, he just keeps going. And like sometimes just keeping going is like the bravest thing you can possibly do. Yeah, I, this is not my favorite movie, but <laughs> yeah, sure. that's okay. I still enjoyed watching it again. Like I said, it had been you know yeah. a couple decades since I'd seen this yeah. movie because I, I think I got a bad taste in my mouth because it was like constantly on TV when we were oh, kids, course, so, like yeah. all the time. <laughs> so, so do you want to know a little tidbit about why that is? Why? So in 1974, the copyright for uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life lapsed. And for 20 years, I'm not sure why it was for so long, but for 20 years until 1994, it was royalty free. Well, they probably, probably what happened was, is it tanked when it first came out? They let the copyright lapse because they didn't think anything was going to happen yeah, with it. Right. It was over. Yeah. And so then they started showing it on TV and then it and gained popularity. And on TV. Yeah. And you could, you could literally show it wherever you wanted to show it for no fees. So it showed a lot. And I think that is also a part of why... Um, a part of why it is part of like the 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 holiday canon of 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 films, and, and I think too like there I mean there are some things in the film that I like are maybe a little you know kind of you know touchy right now like um like their their African American uh mate mm-hmm. Annie, <laughs> um, but God, God damn is Annie hilarious in this movie? She is so fucking good, um and like you know I, I think it's it's a little problematic, but also like it's sort of. 
like how could you watch the help and not have like maids in the movie you yeah know what i mean no like, i mean it's, it's, it's contextual of time i think a lot of the times we just have to kind of remember what, at what space and time yeah, people were in where, at that where you know it came from and you know we can look back on it back on it with our like modern glasses and kind of see like right. the issues yeah. but you know when it really comes down to it it's it's a piece of time right. and it's it's when we do go back and watch these kind of movies and we yeah. do see those problematic things, it's like, oh, but they didn't see it that way. Exactly. So right. I mean, just, at, just at least it, at least it's not like blackface. And, right. um, and uh, what's that that holiday movie? Ugh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's maybe it's Holiday Inn. They do it. Oh, I, I don't remember. Know. An, Anyways, old, an old movie like yeah, this? It, okay, it's, yeah, it's yeah. an old movie, and like someone comes out in blackface, and you're like, oh, what God. the fuck am I... Wa- I'm not watching this anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing this. I can't support this anymore. Um, a cu- couple of other fun facts about It's a Wonderful Life. Um, it was... Uh, th- the the budget for it was $3.7 million. Um, and in 19... Adjusted for inflation, that would be about $50 million today. Wow, so that's so like a Marvel movie. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty big. Um, like I was saying earlier, they built the entire set in Encino, and that included... A main street that was three football fields long. They built every single store. They built factories. Like they built why. the entire thing. I wonder why this was such a big deal. Well, I, I don't know if it was such a big deal. I think it was just like how they made movies. You know it's what I mean? Weird. Like, yeah. I, I I don't really understand why they didn't just like film it in like a little town. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, you know, whatever. The other the, one of the other fun things about this too is that it was actually filmed during a heat wave, which is just <laughs> funny because it's a Christmas movie. A um, couple of other things. Uh, it was supposed to be jimmy stewart it was supposed to be Cary grant oh interesting i can see that yeah i can see where they kind of they would would both well at i think at that time in both their careers they probably were interchangeable oh and you know like in movies so i I think that i'm I'm so glad it was jimmy stewart because there's such an affability and just a little characteredness about him that I just love, 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 love. <laughs> I did think it was funny that they, you know, they have the scene where he's like at the beginning where he's a kid. Yeah. And then like it flashes forward when he's an adult. And then like they want you to keep believing that I he's know, like right, aging, but he right. looks exactly the I know, same. Exactly. <laughs> but um, another another really interesting tidbit about this movie is that uh, the FBI investigated this film. For what? Because they thought it was communist propaganda. Oh. And that was thanks to none other than a worthless bitch named Ayn Rand, <laughs> who I cannot stand. And I have actually literally burned a copy of Atlas Shrugged before I would do it again. <laughs> um, Ayn Rand was a, a horrible, rotten person. Um, and her ideas were horrible and rotten. Her books are horrible and rotten. And she's even more rotten for telling the FBI that It's a Wonderful Life was communist propaganda. If anything, yeah. it's socialist propaganda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say. Now, that being said, um, when I was talking about how this is a model for life, I do believe that there are some great socialist lessons that you can learn from It's a Wonderful Life, of which we've already talked and I think it's great because it just kind of shows you that, oops, it works. Yeah. And the thing about, like, Mr. Potter, especially stealing the $8,000 from Uncle Billy. Yeah, we, he I knows have some he issues. Has. Yeah, I mean, and, and they never get that back at the end of the film. No, They're that's the thing that bugs me about this is, like, he oh. never has to pay for his crimes. Well, and that's the thing is that, is that it should bug you. And it should bug you today also because bankers and just like when they all got that bailout, it's like they took our eight thousand dollars, yeah, and mm-hmm. we're never getting it paid back. Mm-hmm. So you know that is the reality. That is what happens. Um, but yeah, like as a as a as a card carrying democratic socialist, like got some news for you. If I could have Bedford Falls life. I want the Bedford Falls life. <laughs> I don't want the Pottersville life. Like, give me the Bedford Falls. I want some peace. 
I fucking I want to make out with Harry Bailey because Harry <laughs> Bailey is good looking and he's a war hero and shit. Oh my gosh, I'm into it. I'm really into it. Okay, so um, just to kind of wrap it up, what was one of your favorite parts of the movie? Um, or favorite scene or whatever. Um, I pretty much like all the stuff towards the end. I mean, mm. the uh, you, you mean know, like, they, like after the bridge. Yeah, the angel coming. I did think it was funny that um, he. So his whole plan. So let me break this down. His whole plan to kill himself is to jump off the bridge. Then the angel shows up and jumps off the bridge, and then he jumps off the bridge. Yeah. So what was your plan then? I yeah. don't understand. Well, what, what's great, I think what's great about that is that Clarence knew that the goodness of George Bailey would cause him to go in after him. Yeah, but he, he jumps. Still. I know. Yeah, so but, I mean, but, he, but, he, but he did it to save somebody. I think, I think he would have died at like, because it's not that far of a jump. Right? I know. That's just like, so what like, is your plan I here? I think like he, like, I guess like you would like kind of like just go down the river and then like just freeze to death. I, I don't guess. know. I'm I found it very sure. confusing. <laughs> um, my favorite part of the film, I've, I've got many, but I think probably one of the sweetest things I've ever seen on film before is when uh, Little Mary uh, goes into the, 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 the soda shop where, mm-hmm. where George works as a kid. And George has a bad ear. He has a bad ear because he 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 also dove in after his brother before right. when, when they were very little, and he got an ear infection that never healed. He's just a uh, lifeguard. I know. That right? one. So he's deaf in one ear, and um, he bends over to get some candy for Mary. And Mary has a big crush on little George, and um, Mary whispers into his deaf ear, and she says, "Is this your bad ear?" George Bailey, I'll love you till the day I die. <laughs> and I just think it's so. I'm about to cry right now. It's so cute. It's so precious. I did like um and and then, and what's great is that she does. She does. She loves him so much. I'm going to start crying. She loves him so much <laughs> that like she would do anything for him and it's I, just amazing. I did like her mother, her mother's oh reactions. Those were kind of funny like how she was always like the sourpuss in the background. <laughs> totally. She's like, like completely like drama queen. Yeah. <laughs> even even when they get married, she's if you notice, she's got a she's grimace outside, on her face and she's, and she's shaking her head as she gets into the car. It's so fucking funny. That part that part really stressed me out though when they were going to go on their honeymoon. Oh my God, and I was no. like, "No, just go." I know. <laughs> like, I know. But God, he's just he just couldn't help it. Yeah. He's I mean, I guess he's a good guy, but whatever. Yeah. So, folks, <laughs> but, that's It's a Wonderful Life. Um, I hope that if you haven't seen it before, I hope that you'll watch it. It is currently streaming on Amazon, both the, oh, right. both the black and white 40th anniversary edition and a colorized edition. So you can watch it either way you want. You know, I've actually never watched the colorized version. We almost did. And then we we're like, no, we should probably watch it in like the in the way it was meant to yeah. be seen, basically. Maybe I'll watch but, it one day, but I'm fine with the black yeah. and white. Um, yeah. And also, you know, if you have seen it before... Uh, uh, you know, maybe think about some stuff that we said today and go back and watch it again with a new lens and see if you pick up anything different and yeah. uh, let us know. So that brings us to the end of our discussion. But now it's time for the podcast corner. Podcast corner. <laughs> so, Maddie, uh, what a podcast have you chosen today to highlight? Uh, I chose uh, the Film Flamers. And the Film Flamers are part of our queer uh, podcasting contingent on Twitter and other social media thingies. Uh, the Film Flamers are really cool. They uh, it's, it's a couple of couple of gay dudes, and they um, they talk about films. Yeah, no, I think what I appreciate about them, even that they do even probably better than we do, is they they really break down the cinematic parts yeah, of the movie, right. whereas we, you know, when we talk about movies, we're more talking about it from, like, an entertainment standpoint. And, and, and topically, because, of course, we yeah. talk about, you know, like... They, like, go... Stuff. They go 
deep. They go really like, deep. like very like something. I think I listened to. I can't remember there was an episode, but I was like, I've seen this movie a hundred times. They're not going to tell me anything I didn't know already. They show and did. they did. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a great one to highlight. Let's take a moment and listen to their promo. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Robert. And we're the Film Flamers, a monthly podcast devoted to all things horror. Well, horror and film at least. And horror adjacent. Horror adjacent. Yeah. With a little bit of glitter thrown in. There's a lot of laser-guided karma in this movie. Yeah, because you can't do shit like that and not get some sort of comeuppance. They're uh, big business and big politics, right? Freiburg was big dance, but things are going to change. <laughs> big dance. <laughs> I think I turned off Tales of Halloween because I was already sick of just, like, trash and <laughs> How very dare you? <laughs> I am a motherfucking Halloween enigma. I don't even know what to say. You don't have to make that vomity sound because all the children vomiting those snakes and scorpions and spiders will do it for you. <laughs> Motherfucker. From classics to new favorites to camp, no film is safe from this section and laughs. Check out the Film Flamers wherever you get your podcasts. Sweet dreams. Okay, we're back. That was the Film Flamers. Give them a listen. Yeah, and folks, too, by the time that you hear this, uh, it will be really in holiday time. So we hope you have a really great whatever you celebrate. Um, don't get too cold. Don't <laughs> get, we are. <laughs> don't, don't get too hot. Just be in the middle somewhere. And I hope you get a lot of good gifts. And that's that's it? Yeah. I think that we will go ahead and uh, say goodbye for now. Remember to catch us on all of your social medias, your Facebooks, your your uh, Instagrams, your Twitters, all of the things. And if you wouldn't mind this giving season taking a few minutes just to give us a five-star review on iTunes, we really are hoping to get to that 100 mark by the end of the year, mm-hmm. and we need your help. And, so, and, and while, you're at that, while you're at it leaving the stars, like then just jot down a few words, too. It doesn't Write have to be... Review. It doesn't have to be chore just, just say we i love maddie and andrew and you can leave it there that you'll love us till the day you die <laughs> maddie and andrew i'll love you till the day i die you can do it just like that all right so that will take us to the end of it's a wonderful life we'll be back next well we'll be back this month later with our full episode and then back next month with another friday's favorite movies do we want to announce what it is mm, or do we want to wait i think that you won't drop dead if you do over this gorgeous movie so just just say say the title <laughs> drop dead gorgeous we're yeah. doing drop dead gorgeous it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fun so. which um i'm telling you this now because it is a little hard to track down so if you want to watch along with us um make sure you buy your 15 yeah, dollar copy on and, and amazon yeah we're not even gonna tell you like we just just like go try to stream it right now just try just and, try and, and we'll and come back try to us. find it yeah just just try just but try. all right so we as as always we want you to get, get slayed, slayed.